LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. This is the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast hosted by LifeWay. Ron's mission is to help church leaders become better leaders, and I'm your host, Nate Edmondson. Pops, today uh, we are talking about something that's super relevant for me right now. Um, and that is how to lead meetings effectively. Uh, we all go to meetings. Uh, there are some that we enjoy and some that we don't. Uh, but you want to help us think about this. Yeah. And, you know, this one actually came up in a coaching session. Uh, so I love and we would welcome that if there's an issue you want us to talk about. Uh, let us know. And, and all of these podcasts, we're trying to have one issue and there may be multiple ways to address it, but there's really one issue, one very practical issue that we're addressing. And so if you've got those, send them to us. We would love to hear from you as well. You can tweet them to us or email them to us either way. But um, this came up when uh, a, a guy, a pastor I was, I was coaching said, what do you how do you conduct a meeting? And as I was trying to answer him, I, I said, well, you know, I don't have just one thing. I mean, I, I try to do something different all the time. One of the reasons I don't like to go to meetings is they become stale. You know, we know we're going to do this same thing. Every, here's the minutes and here's uh, and here's new business. Here's so, and, you know, it just gets stale and I get bored easily. And so I don't want to go. Or we report what's your what's your ministry doing? What's your ministry? And you just go around the room, and I'm like, wow, I could have been, I could have done a hundred other things. So, but I got to thinking, there are some things that I want to cover in every meeting. Once those are met, I want to change things up all the time. Uh, I would say, first of all, don't meet just to meet. Uh, I have lots of scheduled weekly meetings, but I'm quick to pull the plug on them if we don't have anything to discuss. Meet, meetings are an important part of leading, but don't meet just to meet. Uh, and I would even say this, in-person meetings too are very important. And I realize that's difficult. Um, you know, during a pandemic, we had a hard time meeting uh, in person sometimes, and some people didn't feel comfortable doing it. And I get all that. But as much as we can, I like to look at somebody in the eye and have conversations with them. And and so uh, but if all the if, if, having said that, I want to change things up frequently. I want to meet in different locations. I want to have different people in the room. I want to have different uh, activities that we're trying to do. I like to bring in and do exercises where it causes us to think and brainstorm and and uh, meet off site, meet on site in our last um, in my last uh, church, we met uh, in a uh, very boring room. It was the church parlor, and I would I was bored just walking in the room. So we started meeting in the student area, in the children's area, in the preschool area, and just it's 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 crazy how just changing a room can change the energy in the room. But in every meeting, there are a few basic things that yes, I want to accomplish every time we get together. And that's what we're talking about today. So every time we meet, here's seven things I want to accomplish. The first awesome. one, the first one is to hear from me. 
uh, I will, every if you are, and I'm I'm speaking in the context of the leader of the meeting. The reality is that if I'm leading a ministry, if I'm leading a church, if I'm leading a team, everybody's wondering what I'm currently thinking and what I'm dealing with, and they should hear it from me. Where where do I see things going? What what's around the corner for us? What if what am I putting out the, out there in my thought process that we may want to address a month from now, a year from now, two years from now? I want to go ahead if it, if I have the if I have the thoughts. Um, churning in my mind, I want to unpack that for them so that they're not surprised and so that it starts to build enthusiasm. It starts to build interest in whatever that is. And one of the ways that I do that is, is I try to keep lots of notes. I keep it in Evernote. I keep it in the just the notes app on my phone. And when it's time for a meeting, I'll just kind of unpack those. Um, the last few times that I've been in um, in a new position, I've started what I call a bucket list, and uh, and and it's so crude and so simple. But I take a legal pad and I just draw circles. They're not really buckets; they're circles. And I I write in there the things that I'm thinking about. We need to address like. Uh, we need to, in the last one, we need to change the bylaws or we need to, um, we need to renovate the, the atrium, you know, or, or whatever they are. And I write those in those circles. And then I take that bucket list before the meet staff meeting, at least, at least every other time. And I'm updating them. Here's where I'm on, am on my bucket list. Here's where I am on progress we're making. And and I think it's helpful. So I want to accomplish that every time. The second one is I want to hear from you or from others. Uh, I want everyone to get a chance or have an opportunity to share. And that's not just going around the room and, you know, it's not just the routine of sharing. It could be that. But I want to hear from different people. Uh, I want to invite different people to to the meetings. One of the things that um, that we're doing now in my current context is we're bringing in a different person for each meeting just to hear from. So uh, somebody who wouldn't normally sit in the room, but we're bringing them in to see what they're working on and what they're thinking about and that sort of thing. What's uh, the win for that? Uh, well, the win is one, it gives them a voice because they see things we don't see. Um, uh, I've shared before we invite facility staff into our, some of our ministerial meetings. Uh, I, I like to say to our teams, look, if, if the person who's cleaning the bathrooms has a better way of doing that, a more efficient, effective way, they should have the freedom to share that. There should be a, a, a way, a mechanism, a, um, uh, a pipeline, if you will, of them to get that to the people who make the decisions. And, and a lot of times, just let them make the decision, you know. Um, but for one, it gives them a voice. For two, it helps us realize we're not the only voice. So if I'm conducting a meeting and you're only hearing from me, well, um, we've talked before about the distractions on a previous podcast about distractions of, of a pastor or a leader. It develops, that develops pride. It develops all kinds of uh, power struggles. So I, I, I want to divide out the room so that everyone has a chance to share. And and that's important to, uh, to keep in mind the different people in the room. 
uh, such as introverts, and I talk a lot about introverts because I am one. So if I'm sitting in a meeting and I'm not in charge, I'm not likely to share anything, you know, unless I'm really passionate about something. So I may have the best idea, but I'll y'all gonna keep talking. I'll just let you share. I like to give our 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 teams um, or people on our teams the opportunity. They can text me in a meeting and say, "Hey." Have you thought about that? And it's crazy when you just empower that and say that's okay to do, how many of those texts you'll get. Um, but, um, and, and the other thing is, is for those type of people is don't surprise them. Let them know, hey, we're going to be talking about this today. If you've got anything to add, I'd love to hear from you. But I want to hear from others. The third. So with that, how do you send out an agenda to meetings? Uh, sometimes, uh, more I send out action points. The agenda to me is it becomes a checklist. I'm okay with that. We may need that. Um, but more than that is issues we want to talk about. So if you're talking about, you know, Easter planning this week or small groups or whatever, that's right. you'll say, hey, in this meeting, we're going to be talking about small groups. If you've got blah, 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 well, and be thinking about that. And the way we're currently doing it um, is, and we've just literally just in the last couple of months implemented this uh, because I'm in a still new in a role, is there was an agenda that was out there. But I was the only one who had access to it. And so I would go in and put, okay, these are the things we're going to be talking about. And they would have to wait until they came to the meeting to see the agenda. Well, what we've done now, it's kind of like a, uh, imagine it's, it's not, but imagine it was a Google uh, Drive document or a Google Docs. Um, we've just opened it up so that everybody in the meeting has access to that document. And what we've said to them is, you control the agenda just as much as I do. So if there are things you want us to talk about, you put it on there. And it's updated in real time, right? So before you go into the meeting, part of your responsibility is let's look over this uh, and, and see, let's add to this anything I want to talk about. Let's, and so everybody's building the agenda, if that makes sense. Um, the third thing is to celebrate wins. I want to celebrate wins. What's exciting in your area? What is celebrated gets repeated. We know that. And so this is the time that I want to give an opportunity to share any stories, share any uh, concerns, um, share any any wins, uh, just really a, a, a kind of a celebratory sharing time. The next one uh, in I lose track, but I think this is four. One, two, three, four. The fourth one. Sorry. Normally I number them for you. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. The fourth one is to cast visions. I want to cast visions. Um, it, it, that's not just unpacking uh, what's on my mind, but that's where all of us can can kind of dream together what's coming around the corner. Where are we going? Why are we going there? That's important. Keep people on the same general arrow forward so that everybody knows, okay, this is what's coming up. One way we do that is is uh, we kind of take more of a uh, – it could be a weekly but a quarterly approach. Here's the big things that are coming up. And that goes on that, that kind of current context, that kind of revolving agenda that we're building. But it just – we put it out there, okay, Easter's coming. 
we know we got to be planning for this. Summer's coming. Summer activities have to be planned for so that they're, uh, we're pushing further out than just what we're dealing with this week. Uh, the fifth one is to delegate the details. And this is so incredibly important. When you leave a meeting, you want to know who's responsible for what and what does a win look like when we leave here? I, I want to leave with some clarity of next steps. Uh, one of the ways that, that we do that, again, current context, we're, we've got this re- revolving agenda. And honestly, I don't know why I hadn't done that in the past. It just, it just uh, clicked for me this time and made sense. But we have a note taker that is following through on those things. So the, the revolving agenda, um, it, it, you know, there, there's some action steps that, that are built along the way. So you can see in real time, this is where we are. This is what's happening with that. And that just um, adds clarity to the thing and actually helps things move forward. The sixth one, and this one's huge for me, is I like to answer questions. So I can, uh, you know, I can get in the clouds sometimes and I can leave with a lot of unanswered questions and, you know, it makes it's clear to me, but it's not clear to everybody else. I give space in every meeting to ask me questions. And that's a culture that we built uh, or that we build. But as if if the team understands, hey, there's going to be a place where I'm able to ask those questions, then they're not sitting around frustrated or confused or uh, or just not even moving forward, um, just you know locked down. So I just try to to build into every meeting a space where questions can be asked. Um. And then the final one is, is, is fellowship. And, you know, I want some time for fellowship, building of relationships in every meeting that we have. Uh, this varies based on the frequency of the meetings. Sometimes there are opportunities just for this where we're only meeting to fellowship. But I want every meeting to have some element of that just because I know that's how healthy teams are, are built. Um, and after those seven in that basic structure, mix it up. Don't do the same thing every time. Uh, Meet different places. Bring in new people. Change it up so that things don't get boring. How's that? Does that help? That's very helpful. Yeah, thank you very much for walking through some of that. Um, Well, if you you like this podcast, if it's helpful to you at all, we would love that you would would share it with somebody you download it you know they, they measure the number of downloads or somebody sitting at lifeway right now looking at the number of downloads so go I, i'm somewhat being facetious but go in there and just download that share it with your friends and be real helpful to us have you listened to the group answers podcast yet the one hosted by chris Ratt and brian daniel they're part of our lifeway leadership podcast network and they recently talked about virtual small groups, the future state of Sunday school, and they interviewed Andrew Peterson. Just look up Group Answers on your favorite podcasting app and subscribe today.